everybody, welcome to Dragon Talk. Dragon Talk. From Mount Palsy to the 28th World Martial Arts Tournament. I am Steven Creo. I am Kyle Stoken. And I am Rene Estrada Jr. Well, anyways, how is everyone? We're going to do a Marin Open. How is you guys? Actually, I'm good. I'm fine. I'm not good, but I'm okay. I'm not okay, okay, but like, I'm like, eh. I'm decent. It's mostly because I'm getting over this sickness, but whatever. <laughs> Always sick. You know what? I'm sorry for being a human being. You fuck. I'm not. I'm not sorry for being a human being. You should be. Well, I try, but I, d- I just don't care. <laughs> uh, I have some news. All right. But it's not Dragon Ball related, but I think it's in areas we care about. Uh, did you guys know the next One Piece movie was announced? No, I did not. It was announced for uh, 2020 of March. Oh, you already know them. All right, give us the lowdown. No. Oh, oh, I just guessed. I was, I was joking. Oh, it's supposed to come out this year. Oh, cool. It's called One Piece Stampede. Oh, because it rhymes? That's nice. I don't think it rhymes. Yeah, it kind of rhymes. Anyways, they've already uploaded character designs. Let me pull them up. Noise. Noise. Uh, I wonder how Luffy would look like this time. I wonder if he looks like Luffy still. I wonder if he's wearing a straw hat. I don't think he will this time, though. No, why would he? He's going to wear some kind of stampede hat. Uh, They're all just kind of wearing clothes. But. But. I think the two big things to notice here is the giant uh, Viking helmet on Luffy's back. Oh, okay. And the gladiatorial garb on Frankie. I think this movie is going to be taking place in Elbath. No way. I think so. That can't be. Yeah. No, you don't understand. This hasn't been found yet. It hasn't been found yet. That, uh... That place. It's not hidden. Oh, never mind then. <laughs> Elbath <laughs> is the, the land of the giants. Oh, because the Viking helmet? Yeah. That That is a possibility. Oh, it's when the giants were there. Okay. The poster you can see right here. It uh, mm-hmm. There's like a giant garbage person. So it might have something to do with... Uh, what's his face? Uh, you can see a hand on the top left-hand corner. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? With the controls metal or magnetism? Magneto? Oh, Mag- oh damn it. He's in um, jail with Luffy. Kid. Kid, yeah. Captain he, Kid. Eustace Kid. So it might have to do with him and Elbath. And uh, the o- Oda had a weird quote. He's like, the only reason this movie, I allowed this movie to happen is because it's the 20th anniversary of One Piece. What the hell? Yeah. So he didn't want it to happen? Well, no. He's like, he said that Multiple times in the pitch meeting, he, he, he said out loud, Are you trying to end One Piece? So apparently, <laughs> like, big things that have consequences are happening in the movie. And movies are meant to not have consequences in real, in the show. Well, the last, I mean, they haven't. The last couple have been canon, but that doesn't mean anything right now. Yeah, but they didn't have big consequences in the show. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. 
that's what he wants and he's afraid of the consequences that they're coming up with yeah that's what I'm saying go on the other thing I know I know Kyle's super excited about this One Piece movie yeah, hey, I went to see the uh, gold movie I thought that was great one thing I, I I don't have a site to look at like manga news anymore so I the one I was looking at the uh they stopped updating, so... I don't know. What do you mean you don't? I don't. They just gave up? Yeah. Oh, bastards. I need to find a new one. But, so that's why I'm behind on all this. But, uh... Masashi Kishimoto announced his next manga. Did you hear about this? Nope. It's called Samurai 8. Hmm. It is a Kishimoto? F- yeah, Kishimoto. There's even, like, a okay. trailer for the manga. <laughs> wow, way to hype a manga. Uh, would you guys like a link? Sure. He is writing it. It's a sci-fi samurai manga, but he's not drawing it. But it's the one with his style, at least. It's very short. That looks cool. Yeah. Uh, let me see if I can find the artist's name. Akira Okubo. Does that sound familiar to you? That's me. Oh, what? <laughs> I've heard it of a people. I can't remember it from. Uh, let me let me look. No, I'm looking. Uh, he worked on Boruto the movie. What's his movie. name? Must have really liked him then. Special thanks to him in the movie. There's gotta be Ooh, more than that. Oh, oh what? It's the no way. Soul Eater, the artist and writer of Soul Eater. Oh shit! What? That's why he sounded familiar. Soul Eater and Fire Force. I thought it looked familiar. Huh. <laughs> but he's, it's, is the artist from Soul Reader trying to do Kishimoto style? Yeah. Looks like it. Hmm. If it meshes well, I guess I don't mind. I don't know a lot of people who get like a second big thing, you know? Hmm. That's like, true. Toriyama did. He did Dr. Slump and then Dragon Ball. But I don't, I don't know of any like manga that ended and then I read their next thing. Yeah, sometimes see that they're one-hit wonders, or they go to other projects as some minor credit. Can you imagine Oda doing anything after One Piece? <laughs> he might just kick Dude. it and just enjoy retirement. Yeah, he'd be done. He would have to be right. Yeah, I, I mean, if I if I were him, I'd be done. I'd be like, all right, I'm not doing anything else. I'm just gonna draw because I want to. <laughs> just sit at home and sketch. Yeah, just sketch whenever I want, do whatever the hell I want, spend time with my family, like... Yeah. Apparently there's been talk about One Piece ending, I've been reading about. Where did you read this? Lies. Because Oda said somewhere... Like, people were saying that he said it jokingly, and other people said he said it seriously. That that One Piece is going to be a little over 100 volumes, and it's already at 90-something. Mm-hmm. But then, I don't know. I can't imagine ending anytime soon right like you're keeping up with it right yeah i'm keeping up with it it doesn't it doesn't at least right now it doesn't seem like it's gonna end too soon like how many big arcs do you think it has left we got the wano arc right now well kind of depends well how far how to put this maybe like how far away it would be i don't know i can't i can't really put into words I mean, uh, does it feel like it's going to uh, wrapping up soon? Like, are they closer to the uh, Grand Line? Yeah, that's the goal. 
Uh, no. That... No. I thought you meant within the story. I thought... I didn't think... No, that wasn't... The Grand Line has got nothing to do with anything. Anyways. <laughs> that's the news. <laughs> oh, um, what about... What about the, uh... We haven't heard much from, uh, the Dragon Ball movie, have we? Well, that's because it's, it's out. It's out in Japan. Right. It's probably, what, going to be another week or two before it hits America? <laughs> next week. Oh, next week. Okay. Wednesday. Ooh. So, uh, Wednesday. From when we're recording this. Ah. Uh, Kyle. Huh. Yeah? You should probably watch it with us. Oh, definitely. We should go watch it. Oh, the, the, the other thing. The other little thing is that at the end of the month... They're going to have a Bandai Namco, or I don't know who who's doing it, but they're doing an official Dragon Ball Fighter stream. And they're like, stay tuned, because at the end of the stream, there's going to be a big announcement. So everyone uh-huh. thinks it's going to be a season two for fighters. Oh, super? Fighters. Oh, fighters? Yeah. Like a new set of characters. We might have talked about it Here's before, but like, who would you want to be in the game? Do I think we did. That are not in the game already? Yeah. Let's see. Yeah. <laughs> they got all the big ones, but there's plenty of other guys who could be there. Oh, yeah. People are launch. For GT characters. I choose launch. I also choose launch. I chose the first. I want to, yeah, I, I was thinking launch as well. Like, we don't have too many female fighter characters, and I bet even uh, it's ridiculous, it's still funny. It'd just be so awesome. I want Master Roshi. I want Super Boo. I want Jocko. Uh, let me see. Uh, I mean, I don't play it enough to care who's in the thing, but I say Luffy. Luffy, Naruto. Who's the little nerd from Hunter Hunter? Um, I think his name is Hunter. Hunter. Ash Ketchum. Kid Krillin. Or what about the uh, some of the uh, outer, other universe characters, like uh, the two? What about this set? The other Sands from the other universe during the dimensional tournament. That'd be neat. Uh, I'm definitely down for. For some other Kefla, Kaba, yeah, Kefla would be a good one. Like they fuse right before the fight. Kaba and uh, I, I'm, you know, I don't really. Yeah, want I'm him blanking there, on her name. Jiren, Jiren would probably be one I would imagine, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but if Jiren's in there, Ultra Instinct would probably be there. Oh my god! Ultra Instinct. So in this, in these chapters, one. While we were saying chapter numbers, we were going from like the very first chapter of Dragon Ball to like the end, but that's not how they're numbered in the manga. I realize, the the, the numbering starts over for Z. Yeah. Does it really? Yeah. I think you say chapter one seventy seven through one eighty one, but yeah, you. Uh... Yeah, those are the chapters. Anyway, in this. Yeah. This batch. Uh, one character, a villain, uh, absorbs another character and assimilates them another into, villain into their body. 
So, I ask you guys, what are your favorite uh, instances of assimilation <laughs> in other media? If that makes any sense. Yeah, that does. Who wants to... Renee, why don't you go first? You want me to go first? Yeah. Let me go first. Um, my instance is from reincarnated into a slime. I think it's called. Um, I uh, I was reincarnated into a slime. Yeah, it's a long title to chew. So. Yeah, slime reincarnation. This is what I call it. Yeah. What is so yeah, tell us about this. Now that's the, that is the that's the title. I was reincarnated into a slime. That's the title. Reincarnated as a slime. Oh no, it says. That time I got reincarnated as yeah. a slime. Okay, I'm sorry, I messed up that. It was close. It was close. Uh, yeah. Japanese words, yes. Yeah. Um, it's a mouthful. So, is there a specific time you want me to? Because uh, he does uh, it. Uh, now, pick your favorite one. Yeah, your favorite one, man. It's mm. about our favorite things. Well, I kind of like two. Okay. The first one, okay, let's just real quick. The first one is going to be like him consuming like the the big dragon because the dragon was lonely he wanted friends but uh, oh anyway. yeah he ate a dragon because it wanted friends well the dragon yeah, was he was like yeah. uh i don't i mean it does i don't want you to be my friend or anything but i guess if you want whatever i'm so lonely i've been stuck in this cave for hundreds of years but uh my favorite one is uh when he fights a orc lord i think that's what it is where he's becoming he's trying to he's becoming a demon lord called the oh, yeah. Orc Disaster. And then he also has a Never con- what's called consuming type of thing. Oh, he has a, are we talking about the, the Orc or the Slime? The Orc. Oh, the Orc has a Starve. Yeah, he has a Starve, which is basically almost the same thing. And then the Slime, the skill Slime has is, is called Predator. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So I guess the, like the- it, it starts the way they're fighting and shit. And they're kicking ass, but he finally grabs the slime, and he goes, "I'm gonna eat you." And then the slime's like, "Well, let's see who's uh, whose skill is better than the other." And he starts to like use his predator skill and starts consuming him. And it's kind of like a back and forth, like who can consume who first. Yeah. But so uh, the assimilating, also yeah. yeah, making part of so. No, 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 yeah, that's what he does. Okay. His predator skill. Yeah, the predator skill not only devours your enemy, but you get certain skills from him. I mean, with the dragon, yeah, it basically, it becomes part of you, I guess. Yeah, with the case of the dragon, he just put him in his stomach, but with it, almost anything else, they he absorbed into his makeup, and he can mimic and use their skills. And so, yeah, okay, like continually, they're trying to absorb each other. Yeah, yeah, they're trying to absorb each other. Um, and uh, what happens is, uh, I guess they go. He goes into the orc's mind and shit, and they kind of you find out why he became the way he was. But uh, I don't know if you want to know anymore. It's kind of a, it's part of the story, I guess. What what about it makes you gravitate towards this idea? Mm, well, because he does he does end up I don't know the word you're saying you're using assimilating. He does assim- and he does end up assimilating him. But at the very end, as he's being assimilated, he kind of just goes thank you, as he he disappears. Yeah, and I thought that was really nice. I thought that yeah. was cool. The thing is that, yeah, go ahead. Huh? What are you saying? I don't know if I want to get into it, but basically, he was tricked into. He was being a pawn. He's he was being tricked into being the orc disaster by the bad guys. 
or by the evil, the main villain, I guess. Yeah. He didn't want to become what he became. Oh, so it's like, thank you for ending this? Basically, yeah. Okay. Uh, Alright. Yeah. Oh, man. I'm just going to stick with the blob. I know many of the show who would rather prefer I talk about the original 1950s version of the blob, but I'm going with the 80s because it was more memorable. Damn. Yeah. Basically, the blob is just devouring and slowly uh, breaking down its victims and its environment. But one thing that really stuck to me uh, was the, the older sister with her kid brother and the friend were in a movie theater. They're trying to escape, so they have to go in the sewer. Now, you're thinking that in a movie, the horror movie, the kid doesn't get killed. Well, this was my first time that that, lo- that logic didn't help. The kid gets pulled under the water, the friend, and you, and then when you th- then you see this wave come up, you're thinking it's the blob. It's the kid half melted, yelling, "Help me!" Goes back in, and he's like comp- almost completely gone. Gross. Man, that terrified me as a kid. Okay. Yeah, I'm. And- I guess. I just thought it was very memorable because it really gave me... I think I couldn't sleep for like two days straight. I, I kept covering myself in my blankets, you know, thinking that the blob was under my bed. It might still be. That's scary, to think. Anyway, um, but throughout the movie, you had some really good characters, and it keeps coming after him. I mean, fire and all this other stuff, explosion stone, it's not helping. It's just pissing it off. The military is... N- can't do anything about it and everyone's holed up in the church trying to stop it and what saves them in is the end they had an ice machine they had a snow plow machine and they ram it into it explodes and it freezes the monster but the effects were amazing it's just like grabbing everything it can you see like little people you see people just grabbed by its tentacles and being put into itself slowly being digested within the slime it is gruesome yeah, never, it is terrifying. I've never yeah. seen those movies. Uh, yeah, let's just say if you were my, if you were a little kid, and you saw those movies, they would definitely give you nightmares. I actively avoided those movies. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't blink twice if I saw the movie Critters, Gremlins, or those kind of horror movies. But The Blob, where you see the effects really come in and just show the like someone being torn the inside out or melted, or the, the effects. You know, I could, I could just you know shake in my boots. I can hear it now. <laughs> All right, um, that was my thing. So, uh, for me, for my assimilation topic. Yeah, what's yours? The Borg. Ah. Uh, Star Trek: The Next Generation. Oh, uh, of course, from Star Wars. Star Trek. Star Trek. Generation. That's what I meant. Yeah. Well, from any. But you like the one from Star Trek. Got, well, I mean, Next were, Generation. That's where they were introduced. So, you know. So, the Borg. At some point in the show, the uh, our heroes are sent like way out into space. In uncharted space where no one's ever been. They end up in a spot where they like normally wouldn't have been able to go to for like another few centuries. And they run into this crazy ship. It's not in the shape of a ship like everything else is. It's just like a giant cube floating through space, right? Right. I'm explaining this for Renee's benefit. Good. And all of a sudden, this, like, cyborg, like, teleports 
through the shields onto the ship, like bypassing all the security. And they shoot it and they kill it. And like, what? what's happening? I don't understand. And another one comes up and they shoot at it. But this time, the, their phasers don't work on it. And they're like, oh, oh, Jesus. And then it starts just like typing away at their keyboards and sending information to their ship. It's, it's taking all the information, just learning. The, the Borg are this this hive mind of just creatures of like of like biological creatures and machinery and what they do is they take things and just absorb it and they're just constantly growing and just consuming they're like this unstoppable force and they don't have any weak spots because anytime something happens to one of them they immediately learn and they adapt they adapt and they're crazy eventually they kidnap the captain of the ship you know, good old Jean-Luc Picard. Picard. Picard, though. They're like, we gotta save him. We gotta do something. No, he's lost. No, we gotta save him. They argue over it. And then they get a message from the Borgs. And they turn on the screen. And it's Captain Jean-Luc. But now he's covered in Borg parts. And he's, like, super pale. And he goes, I am the cutest Borg. And what do you say? He's, like, surrender now or something? Yeah, surrender. Resistance is futile. Resistance you will be assimilated. And the season ends there, Renee. The season? The whole season ends there. No, it ends with the... What the hell? The, what is it? No, no, no. They look to the vice, the, the second in command. Will like, Riker. Will Riker. Like, what do we do? And he says, like, oh, like all missiles fire. <laughs> and that's where the season ends. God damn. So people had to wait a whole summer to figure out what happened next on Star Trek. It's like the best cliffhanger of all time. <laughs> <laughs> what is it titans titans yeah that's kind of how titans ended anyways it's keep going the borg with the borg <laughs> well that's an i don't know don't ask me how don't ask me how it just happened that's crazy <laughs> yeah well star trek did have a crossover with the green lantern the borg was like a few other not things. taking over dc anyways. is what the borg said the Borg are cray cool because they're like this unstoppable. They're more of like an unstoppable force than like a creature to fight. You know, you can't reason with them because they're like cold computer things that don't care about what you have to say. That's right. Computers don't have feelings. Yeah, they, they, it's all pure logic. It's all like one voice. And that combined with the uh, the cliffhanger made it amazing. Um, the movies later ruined the Borg. <laughs> Oh yeah, the Borg Queen. Queen. And suddenly they become fallible, and it's like, ugh, that's like less cool now. Yeah, Yeah, they kind of women. No, Um, it's uh, well, they kind of they expanded more on the Borg Hive on Voyager, but they did bring back the Borg Queen. Oh joy! Did oh no major spoilers. I I haven't seen Voyager all the way through. I, I won't spoil it, but there's a lot of eye opener questions I thought were really good. So there's a, there's I'm waiting because I'm I'm listening to the Star Trek podcast where they go through every episode. Yeah, uh, I will wait for the uh, well, Voyager before I start it. Uh, all I'm gonna say is, without spoiling anything, you won't be super disappointed. I mean, the Borg Queen is the only thing I spoiled. Sorry. I mean, I love DS9. That was great going through, which I didn't think I would, but. Here we are. Yeah. Oh, man, I love DS9. I mean, the Borg were just kind of mentioned in the first episode. I mean, that's the reason why, uh, you know, that's why. Um, yeah, that's God, I can't believe- it was great. I think that's what, like, 
got me to stay to watch DS9 is they use the Borg to link the main character to the main series. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, Captain, uh, man, what's his name? Cisco. Captain Cisco. At the time, Commander Cisco. Right. But, you know, but before he went to DS9, he was part of, uh, they were making uh, a military ship to one purpose and one purpose alone to fight and to defeat the Borg, which they made the prototype. That's the other thing, though. Uh, at this, at this time, TV wasn't very serialized. It was just like, you know, like Friends, yeah. just episode to episode. There weren't yeah. like story lines. And when this next series started, the DS9, apparently, the, the yeah, the commander there, he was at the battle where Captain Picard returned into Locutus and he killed a bunch of Starfleet people. Yeah, like pretty much destroyed weird, like, ships. Tension, this through line... It just made everything. It made an expanded universe and made it very interesting at the time. the The Borg massively improved Star Trek in that sense, you know. Yeah, definitely. Rene doesn't care. Well, I think yeah, I think he tuned out or died. Um, actually, a lot of people claim that Star Trek stole that from Doctor Who and the Cybermen. <laughs> Cybermen. Oh, I thought it was Cybermen. Sorry. Cybermen. Cy- Cybermen. Wait. No, because it sounds like saying Cybermen, like Raditz and Nappa. They're little planet oh. creatures. That's also a simulation. <laughs> yeah, that is a simulation. Actually, I like the new modern Doctor Who thing where they took the brains out and they put it in the mechanical bodies. Yeah, Cybermen are a cool idea, but I feel like they're, it was more half-baked. Yeah, I agree. Like, it was <laughs> just a, an idea they had for an episode. And they just kept using it? Yeah, it or, was kind of like, yeah, they were, were running out of ideas, so they kept recycling old villains, excuse me. But with the Borg, they, that seems like a fully formed idea. Yeah. So maybe maybe they did borrow from Doctor Who? I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, well, Doctor Who's been going on since, what, the 1950s? Yeah. So, yeah. so, so even if it was inspired, I think they made it their own thing, and I think that's fine. Agreed. Okay. Exactly. Just like the Cybermen. Yeah, the Cybermen. They are like the pre uh, versions of the the other thing. Great. I'm glad you could be part of this. I, for, I forgot what they're called. The, the Daleks, I guess. The Daleks. Daleks. Last time on Dragon Ball. What was that? Da, 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 da. Uh, I like this cover page for 177. All the little chibi characters. Oh, yeah. Huh, if that's what you like, I also like it too much. Okay. Good. Glad you do. I'm so sorry. So, what happened last time? We won. Wait, what are we talking about? Dragon Ball. What happened last time? All right. Piccolo came and he was like, yo, dog, um, sell was here to absorb you and sometimes like nah son you you cray cray but then socials up he's like nah he right and then he's like oh shit and then they started fighting so but they couldn't beat him cool now, i think that's what happened yeah peklo's now down for the count yeah tian just got there just being a spectator now yeah because he, he's now. a warrior and he needs to do something yeah so he spectates yeah well that's when 16 decides to step in. 
protect his brother. Brother! And it's brother and sister. A little sad, because like, when 18's like, hey, don't don't jump in, he kind of looks back at her like, this is goodbye, and he's like, I always liked you. It was nice traveling. <laughs> you never killed anyone without reason. Yo, this shit was hella fun. Yeah. And uh, Cell continues to wreck 17. And when he goes to absorb him, he doesn't drink him like he does everyone else. Yeah, his, uh, his needle expands into a funnel. Because that makes sense. Are you saying it doesn't? It makes sense that um, he it goes it goes bigger to absorb him. Because he wants all those juicy parts. Exactly. He even needs like the clothes and everything. But before he can, sixteen intervene intervenes. He goes, "Excuse me, bam!" I like that. I like that he does that. Sixteen lets out his big secret: is that, like, according to his calculations, he's exactly as powerful as so. And something's like what? And they start fighting, and I love, in the very beginning, Cell gets the upper hand, and right away stabs him in the neck with the tail. And the, that, that shit-eating grin that Sixteen has. <laughs> He's like, He's like <laughs> did you get anything? Like, <laughs> Did it work? Yeah. Nope. I'm totally mechanical, bitch. And he grabs his tail, and he yanks it off. Rips it right well, off, man. And it's great, yeah. like the force, you can see him just like, from him yanking off a cell. Oh, it's so good. The art's great. Although I do think in these chapters the art, although great, is a little wonky. Because it's like, it looks fine with these characters, like right here, because they're new. But if you're looking at like Vegeta or Goku... I feel like it's in a weird halfway point between like his modern style and like the old rounder style, and it just it looks a little funky. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. Well, at this point, so regrows his tail. Why? <laughs> what do you mean? Oh, this is the part where you have to say that he has piccolo cells. Yeah, he has to remind everyone, don't you forget that I have Piccolo's? Yeah. Let me try that again. Why? Uh, Because he has Piccolo cells. There you go, and I just gotta edit that. I'll think about it. (laughs) Alright, man. Alright. So 16's... uh, He he decides, like, well, the only way to stop him is to just beat him to death. Which also won't work. Oh, I love the rocket punch. Rocket punch! Oh, that was a big old cough. Anyways. Slides him down. I like that he picks him up and he's like getting ready to throw his ass. He throws him into the ground that hard that yeah. there's a crater. Like a big old hole. <laughs> and then he takes off his hands. He's like, nope, not done yet. Inferno blast! Zoom! I like how 17 is like looking... Uh, because the light is coming from every part of the ground, it's just just going in the hole, and he's like going, "Whoa, I did, I almost got hit by that." Yeah, man, Torium is always finding like unique ways for attacks. Like it's not unique; it's just him blasting out of his arms. But the the effect it has on everything else is different than anything we've seen before. Like he's so good at making like the same thing interesting. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Cow knows exactly what you mean. What if he didn't? <gasps> you bite your tongue. I like this panel of 18 after the attacks. So she's like, oh boy. <laughs> oh, glad I didn't high five him. And they're, they're such stupid kids. Because the 16 is like, we must escape. And like, nah, man, you just, you got him. We're cool. He's dead. No, I he just did. heard him. I didn't kill him. I always kind of forget how big Cell is. Do you guys have that? Like yeah, tall? I forget. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's I, true. I don't know why. Yeah. I just I think of him as shorter than he really is. Well, I think in his final form, he is a little shorter. Um, but what I think in his first form, this part in the panel, always like, oh, kind of like, you know, like a slasher villain comes out of nowhere from the ground, is right behind his victim, and is just about to absorb him. Got you. Like, I remember being a kid watching these episodes and being scared for 17. No, 17. Like how, how quickly the tables turn. Oh, yeah. And it's like, this is this guy who was a villain. It's like, oh, now I, I care whether or not he dies. Mm-hmm. Or at least I'm, I'm more scared of what Cell's planning than for 17's benefit. Oh, yeah. Well, um, you know, Cell's is more horrific idea than just 17 and 18 wanted to, you know, go around the countryside taking their time to fight Goku. Yeah. I, like I mean, so... I like him yeah, yelling. go ahead. I like him yelling right here. Like, you called! <laughs> you called? I said, he's like, no, I didn't. And it starts absorbing him. Too late. Yeah, no one can stop him. And so... Transform! Hatchin! What do you guys feel? How do you guys feel about the second form? Well, that's fine. Yeah. Semi-perfect cell. Semi-perfect cell. I mean, his his jaw and everything, you know, he doesn't have a nose yet. And his, like, mouth kind of collapsed in and on itself to make it look more... He has more human features. Yeah. He's bigger now. A little bigger. I think he looks dumb. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. I don't know, I guess. I just... I don't know. No, you don't know. Like, it's it's not like the Frieza transformations, where every time it was like, what? You know? Holy shit. It just blew your mind every time. Like, I didn't expect that. <laughs> and oh, and then this one, he just becomes more human little by little. Yeah. And it's like, okay. All right. Whack. Whack. You're like, whack. Whack is the best way to describe this look. Yeah. I said that right there. After you transform all your years... Whack. Yeah, 16. Whack. <laughs> Whack. <laughs> but Cell is now massively stronger than before. And I am massively stronger than before and faster. And at this point, Ten Shinhan makes a decision. Chasu! Sorry! I think I'm gonna die. Yo, Chasu, I'm hella dead. Yeah, he decides that he's going to sacrifice himself in this fight. To make sure Cell doesn't get that last transformation. The last juicy cyborg. Yeah, but even Cell was surprised how fast he was. Yeah. And uh, he easily does away with 16. If they were equal before, it's nothing like that now. He's completely done. 18 is putting her hand on her... Uh, 
torso. And she says to Cell, one step closer or I'll destroy myself. Cell just kind of looks like, ugh, how annoying. Women. And Cell pulls out a dirty trick. He starts uh, using Seventeen's voice, which, I don't know, would you ever fall for that? (laughs) No. I think I'd be confused, but no, I would not fall for that. Man, Sixteen's head looks so messed up. He's missing, like, half of it. Yeah, I mean, his eye, his right eye socket and half of his skull is just blown off. Yeah, it's, way it's more, so surreal. It's way more gnarly than it does in the cartoon. Yeah, mm-hmm. he, he's mechanical, so. Yeah, he's fine-ish. <laughs> but he's not feeling pain. No. What if he did? <laughs> Ow. Like they program pain circuits all over him. This is quite painful. It sucks. Whack. Uh, parent, so how 18 realizes it's not 17 was the word choice of calling Jerome master. Yo, it's not 17. Don't not fall for me. giant evil green lizard man, <laughs> but word choice. That's what tipped her off. Cell talks about that it doesn't matter if she tries to kill herself because he's so much faster than her. He can stop her from doing anything, really. But that's when he feels it up above in the sky. The fuck? And then it's uh, TM. Yeah, with all those crazy key swirls. Tony key was swirls. still doing it. I didn't realize he did this this far into the series. Dude, I told you. You don't know. I said he still does it this far into the series. And probably the greatest moment in this. Look, everything that happens later in the Cell games is great. But I think it was this moment, like, when I was watching on TV that, that I, like, really kind of cheered. Because <laughs> it came out of nowhere. You never... I don't think I ever expected Ten Shinan to do anything ever again. Yeah. This was definitely a big surprise. Neo! Driving! <laughs> <laughs> and that, that artwork of just, like, the energy shooting down. Like, you can like, see the impact. It, like, shaking. Oh, God. So good, leaving that weird triangle or square hole. I never got that. It's a tri beam, but, but it, it left just leaves a square. square hole. Well, I think it was supposed to indicate, you know, where his hand positions are. I remember in martial arts class, this symbolizes like Buddha or uh, some kind of concentration, but it's the shape of a diamond, like in his hand when he does the tri beam. That's why it looks like a diamond. It's because of the what shape of what is hand- for you taking Kempo. It was more of a prayer in my martial arts class than a focus of chi. <laughs> and what makes this ama- uh, moment amazing is that he just like yells over to the, uh, the cyborgs. He's like, "Get out of here! What are you waiting for?" Run! Sal can leave the crater. He blasts him again. And again, and again, like he just keeps hitting him with it. Like he can't defeat Cell, but he can hold him down. Not for very long. Yeah, meanwhile, back at the lookout, Goku's freaking out, like, stop it! You're gonna kill yourself! Remember. Yeah, Shinon, you're still important to this. He uses a great deal of your life force. It's the the technique more powerful than the Kamehameha. Remember? Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, taking all that chi energy and focusing in one area that I could destroy. Yeah, that's how he destroyed the arena, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. Get out of the way if you don't want to die. No, I'm good. 
You just stand there. Just let it happen. Get her if you want to die. That's exactly what I want. <laughs> Bring it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, perfect. So next chapter. There's a fun little bit here about how one of Toriyama's friends said he looked a little fatter. And it bothered him a lot. <laughs> huh. Hey, Toriyama, you got fat. Fuck you. Like, he, he, in the paragraph, he insists that he doesn't look fat. <laughs> He's like, no, I'm the same size, but I, I guess I gained a little weight. <laughs> okay. Anyways. Or maybe his friend felt Toriyama should go on a diet, so that's why he said he looked fat. This is great. Like, the angle, you can see, like, the impact. You can see the pain on Cell's face. Just the, the format, the, uh, what's it called? The format. Um, oh man, uh... The way, the layout. Layout, yeah, layout. It's a good way. Like, I like how it's kind of at an angle, and then, uh, it's just, it's good. It's such a great drawing. I think Torian was really on his game for this part. <laughs> for sure. And he just falls into the... Does it one last time? It's like, all right, that's that, that's it. Pretty falls down. Yeah, my usefulness has ended at this point. I'm gonna pass out. That's all I got. He hit the, the way he falls. It's a little like he's kind of just like bent over himself, like just crumbles. Yeah, he's broken now. Okay, so yeah, Cell's completely annoyed because he's had the time of his life. Then pop. Goku gets in the way. Yeah, what up, bitches? Yeah, so you're Cell? Wait, how did he get here? You ain't that tough. So Goku's like, yeah, I'm not strong enough to beat you, but I will be, so chill out. Give me a day. How about you chill? Wait, you're telling me that you can get stronger than me by tomorrow? (laughs) That's gonna be funny. Then Goku senses that Piccolo's still alive. So he teleports Tien Shinhan over to Piccolo. He grabs Piccolo, uh, and then they both leave. Krillin bumps into Bulma. I flew over to get the remote control from you. The controller to kill uh, 17, or, I mean, 18, right? Turn off 17 and 18. Not just turn off. But to destroy. Yeah, to explode. Yeah, it's like, oh yeah, because of the self-destruct mechanism. Yeah. Exactly. Good luck destroying those androids. And at that moment, or being at that moment, probably a little bit later. Later at that moment. Yeah. Uh, Vegeta and Trunks come out of the time chamber. And Trunks has a pretty cool ponytail going on. Yeah, Trunks is taller. He is taller. He's a lot taller. Maybe his legs are bigger. The jacket fits the same. Huh. Yeah, I mean, his clothes, you know, it's probably a one-piece outfit, but um, it looks in tarnished. It was supposedly Vegeta passed the barrier or the limit or whatever. The Super Saiyan barrier. And then Vegeta's like, shut the fuck up, Trunks. (laughs) It's basically the whole conversation. Goku's like, Oh, he did it, and he's like, maybe you don't know. Bulma shows up at the at the lookout. But why? 
to give out the new armor. And they're talking about hair. And how yeah, it's like, why, why is your hair grown? And why is Vegeta's? And we're just like, that's because I'm a pure but let us say in. We don't grow our hair as much as we have to, or blah, blah, blah. They're not bothered with the, the, the needless biological function of hair growth. And uh, Goku, look, look, this is, look at this. Goku just goes, no wonder. And then that's the end huh. of it. But I remember in the anime, there's this whole conversation. Yeah, like, uh, I do remember in the anime. Yeah, so that's why I never needed to get a haircut. Wow, you've never needed to get a haircut? No, I've never needed to get a haircut. Like, it goes on for way too long. Yeah. I was about as annoyed with it as Vegeta is right here. Yeah. Why are we talking about hair? Bulma, why did you come here? I don't know. She brings the fancy new armor, which is the same that he's wearing, looks like. Yeah. But every time that she rebuilds the armor, it's supposed to be lighter or sturdier. Sturdier. I don't like that Piccolo refers to himself in the third person here. Piccolo doesn't like what you're wearing. <laughs> Piccolo, yeah. Piccolo would never put that on. <laughs> yeah, Piccolo needs to take a nap. He's made you guys are on his hands. Weird, weird choices in this arc. First with that crazy weird sexism. Piccolo's fashion says it's better. Then merging with God. <laughs> You're not talking to the third person. It's like, all right, guy, what's happening? You okay? <laughs> that is kind of weird that he's, ta- he's talking to the third person. How do you feel yeah, about he... uh, Goku in the same Goku. It's, nice. it's, def- it's a different change. I think it fits him perfectly. I and I read the hair the, here, the way it's drawn. Mm-hmm. It's almost like oh, older yeah. when he was younger. It's kind of messy and everywhere. Is it, though? Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Fine. Disagree with me. It doesn't matter. That's fine. I don't know. I don't care. That's the problem. You don't care. What's your point? Um, I'm like that. I'm like that Vegeta panel on the bottom. Let's go. No, the other one. Where he's just staring. Yeah. Okay. Great. I'm glad you feel a connection with the panel. Well. Yeah, it seems like, you know, he's still cocky as ever. He seems happier. Maybe. He gets to train with his baby boy. Well, I thought he could because now I've suppressed Kakarot. At this, at least at this point. It's I thought like, it was because he, he didn't have to see Goku for a year. I don't really oh, yeah. That... His mentality. Does he really think that Goku's never going to catch up to him? I think it's more that arrogance kind of thing, so. Like, I don't know. Uh, Goku hands him a couple of sensu beans. He's like, you're going to need those. <laughs> you know, because Vegeta. Right. And the trunks. Right. He takes him and he leaves. Okay, so Goku and Gohan enter the ha- uh, chamber now. Yeah. What's meanwhile. Meanwhile, Cell <laughs> is looking for AT. And he's so annoyed because he can't find her. So he starts destroying islands one by one. Is that it? Or no? That is it. That is it? Yeah, that's that's the the last one. I feel like we're really low energy today. Uh, sorry. Um, like I said, I'm getting over sickness. So I don't have a lot of energy at the moment. I thought I was a little bit more talkative. Yeah, I like that. The actual review isn't... I don't know. Didn't sound super entertaining to me. 
Maybe I can. You know what we need? We just need a bunch of like songs and stuff, like playing over our voices. It's <laughs> too loud for us, just so uh, no one can hear. Yeah, it's super loud and crazy and like heavy metal and stuff. How do you guys feel about the ponytail trunks? I like it. I think it looks better than regular trunks. What? Better than yeah. like undercut, bowl cut, and bowl cut trunks. But maybe that's just me. I yeah. think that I, I didn't love the long hair. I remember when it came out, but then seeing him mm-hmm. Super Saiyan with the ponytail, something about that was awesome to me as a kid. Yeah, sucky. I'd always pick the the alternate costume for Trunks in video games when he had the ponytail because I wanted to see that super scene uh, with a ponytail. Yeah. Did uh, Goku ever have the armor outfit in the games? Yeah, in the Tenkaichi games. Ah. Uh. Would you guys ever have a ponytail? I guess I tried. You did, huh? What would you call yeah. it? First of all, you've made fun of me for it. Yeah. Second of all, it was super cool. <laughs> it was so cool. So cool that you kept it? I did. Yeah, you, you know, that was supposed to be the samurai ponytail? You got rid of it. Yeah, I kept it for a while. It was getting away it was getting in the way of my uh of work, so I was like, alright, I'll just make it shorter now. So if that wasn't the case you would have kept it? Oh probably. How long would you it, like, it, it was getting difficult to like uh, shower with it and stuff, so I was like, uh. also would get in my face when I sleep. <laughs> help! Help! Ripping attack by a ponytail. <laughs> Other than that, yeah, it was fine. It was oh cool. no! Oh no! It's a hairy tentacle around my neck. <gasps> Wait, Kyle, what did you say? Oh, oh! I tried, but I realized I can't. I don't like hair in my face, so I keep getting a haircut, so. But you like the concept. I guess I, you know, that's the, uh, out of the ordinary kind of rebel in me, you know, because my family's always about shorter hair, and, you know, it's just kind of the rebel in me, like something different, but I just don't have the patience. It's kind of like the goatee. I had that for like three months, and then I got so fed up with it. I went to the restaurant, uh, went back home, and shaved it off as fast as I could. <laughs> when you write your autobiography, it needs to be called "The Rebel in Me." <laughs> Actually, that is a really good title. <laughs> but you never the do rebel anything rebellious. The rebel in me. The Cow Stoken story. Yeah. Yeah. The, the book, the autobiography about the man that wanted to be a rebel, but just didn't have, couldn't do it. Uh, I remember my cousin, he, I think I've told you guys this story before, but he lived uh, on, in this neighborhood, and the church, the street right next to it was called Paradise, <laughs> and uh, a church, the church nearby had a sign that says, bless everyone on Paradise. And he's like, well, what about me? Do I not, do I not get blessed? And I'm like, yeah, man, that's your life. In fact, that should be your uh, biography title, Life Behind Paradise. Oh. <laughs> I think that was good. That, that is fun. That is really good. Experience paradise. That's kind of sad. Life Behind Paradise. Uh, Little Renee, whenever you say something, 
autobiographical, I will tell you to make it your title. I don't think it's possible. You gotta say something good though. Um. Uh. All right. <laughs> Sorry. That's it. I couldn't think of something. That's Sorry. <laughs> no, you need to per per perform for me now. Uh, so how'd you guys like these chapters? <gasps> Not. I liked it. Outside the Kiko Ho. Kiko Ho. The, tra the transformation. Okay, enough happened for this to be a thing. Yeah, um, you didn't. Like is there anything you guys want to point out that you liked? Um. Hmm. It was great to see 16 step up his game, even if it was short-lived. Yeah. It, it looked like it, he might have been able to beat down Cell if he, you know, you know, 17 and 18 actually listened to him. The Team 4-star episodes that had to do with this content were yeah. pretty good. Yeah, because it kept going, huh? Yeah, like uh, when he's looking at Cell and he decides to step up and fight. Like, you're made of approximately, like, 16% Goku cells. Because he says that he won't fight anyone that's not Goku. And he goes, uh, parameters are acceptable. And then he starts fighting. Okay. <laughs> like, oh. That would actually make a lot of sense. Yeah, well, technically, cell is 16% Goku, why not? Yeah. That's funny. And, uh, the Kiko Ho moment in Team Four Star was really great. Because Cell starts yeah. making fun of him. He's like, what are you going to do? It's just Jin Shinhan. <laughs> Stupid Triclops. Like, you're not even a Super Saiyan. And that's when Tian gets all pissed about it. And he goes, uh, what does he say? He's like, fuck power levels. Fuck Super Saiyans. Most of all, fuck you. And he does it. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. Uh, Kyle, if you haven't seen these, the Team Four Star ones that deal with this particular moment yeah it's pretty good you know it'd be crazy what's up if vegeta's widow's peak wasn't a widow's peak it's just like hair in front of his face like goku what <laughs> it would it would make sense with the saiyan's hairstyle he's got like you one know, giant impossible. lock of hair in front of his face like perfectly still the entire fucking time yeah he gels it down I could see that. I don't know. Yeah. That kid. Yeah, no, I wonder if that's dumb, kind of a tacky thing to do. Uh, one thing I noticed, I know it's something we've talked about before, but it, it just kind of stuck out to me again this time, is that Toriyama's non-sexualization of women. What? The, the way he draws them. They're just, they're just yeah. people. Like, Bama isn't like... Sexualizes every single panel. Like yeah, yeah she's not like not posing fancy. or anything, or her. She's her not body. being fan service. Yeah, she's not fan service. Like zero fan service happening. Like, the only time that happened is for comedy. Yeah, no, and I know. I was like, that was back in Dragon Ball. In eighteen too, like it's never. Yeah, none of them were fan servicey. Huh. Like, let's say you're doing a comic. Do you think you could? Like, would you never do fan service? -y? Like, you like, you know what I'm saying? Cause I do fans. Yeah, I can. <laughs> I would absolutely be tempted to do fan service each time I drew. Yeah, Every that's the problem. Time? I don't know about each time for me, but like, you know, once in a while, you just you gotta draw, you gotta draw stuff, you know? Yeah. Well, sometimes it's always fun to draw what you desire is sexy. 
but other times, you know, there are you just want to draw what you want to draw. So super unusual. Like I can't even. The only artists I can think about that don't really do that are the ones who draw like kids, like the artists from Miss Marvel. Uh huh. Like he would never do that, but that's because it'd be super wrong. Then, of course. Mm hmm. I don't think I've seen a comic that wasn't about adults that didn't have something like that. You know? Yeah. Yeah. What do you think that is? You think he just didn't feel comfortable doing it because he didn't feel like he had the the skill? I don't or, know. Or he just—it's weird. Like I want to know his his um, thought process. Yeah, his thought, his reasons. Like why never? Well, well, maybe I mean he. Um, I think maybe after he thought you know, you know, Bulma became a mom, he has to draw her respectfully. I don't know. He does like if you see like when Master Roshi's magazines and you see like a girl in her like underwear again like her proportions aren't ridiculous. She looks like something you'd see in like a swimsuit magazine. You know, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it just never came to mind for him. I think he just focused on just trying to tell the story than uh, to think about what is you know what how to sexually exploit people. So you think he's just like too naturally G-rated? Maybe. Yeah, probably. I mean, it's never stopped him before. I mean, if, remember those that Dragon Quest book I brought you guys a few weeks ago? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the warrior girls were wearing bikinis. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Uh, Who knows? You guys have anything you want to say. This is your chance. No. This is your moment to shine. I really like these comics. That's uh, These pages. That's all I'm going to say. Oh. Renee, any... Do you want to drop any bombshells? I ran out of cookies. <laughs> Great. Well, I guess that's all. So, until... Check out... You can email us your answers. To the questions if you want. We, we do have a Twitter account, we everyone. We about that before earlier in the show. <laughs> but we never do. That should be the first thing we say, to be honest. It should be. Ooh, it took us how many episodes to figure that out? Uh, most of them. Oh, yeah. shit. Yeah. But yeah, you can email us at... Yahoo. Gmail. At Gmail. Somebody uh, say Dragon... Alright, dragontalkpodcast at gmail.com. Great. You can also tweet yeah. at us. We're on Twitter. We're on Tumblr. We're, we're on iTunes. We're, we're on iTunes. Review us. Yeah. What else? Yeah, okay. Uh, Remember, you have a voice, people. Yeah, use it. Use it. Speak your truth. Unless it's weird, then never mind. Right? Peace, peace. You're welcome. Peace, peace, everyone. Peace, peace.